This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. You can text the show on 812.15, follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Frank on the Radio, or email the show via the Absolute Radio website. You know, occasionally on this show, you don't see the text messages that we receive, Frank. No, I, I protect a, myself. A filtering system <laughs> yeah. takes place. But one of the things that can we I say I'm eternally out, grateful for you yeah, two guys yeah. for taking the bullets. <laughs> it's all right. Nice. One of the things that we filter out is uh, what I would call accidental to the radio station text messages that seem oh, to yeah. be for someone else. So <laughs> pick you up at B and Q at about three, okay? And okay. I think I'm not it's going like... to B and Q. It's very unlikely this is meant for absolute radio. Yeah, we've just received one from five one one, which is strangely uh, appropriate for us. It says talk later question mark. Oh, that's it. I suppose that wouldn't okay. be a bad name for a, a radio um, mm. station. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Talk later FM. Yeah. And it, it goes on through the night. Say it starts at, say, 10 o'clock at night mm-hmm. and yeah. just goes through the night for, you know, insomniacs, uh, burglars, people who are up late. <laughs> anyway, 511, uh, if you are listening, which I suspect not, we will talk later and now. We'll, yeah. we'll do it all. Yeah, I'd love to know what they were going to talk later. Does that sound like yeah. a positive talk later? Anyway, anyway, talk later. Or um, let's talk later about it. I can't face mm. it now. Oh, yes. The tone is always talk later, mm. isn't it? It's, it's the, it's the fine syndrome. But that's because... what I've said many times. There should be stage directions on texts. So oh, then we yeah. would know where we were working. Mm, mm. Oh, I'm just having a bit of a scratch. It's all well, right. I have a rule, read that, Frank. Oh, yeah. Which is never have any emotionally significant conversations via text. Really? I God, I've broken di- that. Oh, I, do, I haven't. I don't, I, I don't really argue on text. Oh. Uh. I don't think I ever have. No, but there are other emotional conversations other Not than Not really. <laughs> but I just mean in terms of never raise the stakes on text. Uh-oh. Pick uh, up the phone if you're going to do that. Yeah, I think that's, made. Uh, I don't know if that's commonly observed. <laughs> mm. Anyway, there you oh, go. Okay. I um oh I saw a great thing on uh, speaking of the internet oh, which yeah. we weren't really but mm. um nearly I was talking to someone about the um former page 3 model Lucy Pinder yeah I've discussed her before on this of course show you because were. you know her <laughs> ambition as I explained she was less to you. Page three. She was more sort of Well, she was loaded definitely nuts. page three, though, wasn't she? Um, I think she was more loaded nuts, but anyway, oh, okay. as you were. OK, well, you, know, you get the kind of... I get uh, the gist. You get the career yeah. um, trajectory. I do. Yeah. And I, I told you I worked with her once and asked her her ambition, and she said it was to hold a chimpanzee. That's I love right. that. Yeah, which I, I, I respected her for. I respect I was telling someone this story, and they didn't really know Lucy Pinder was, so I, so I Googled her. Mm, and yeah. um, I got a page. Uh, it's a, there's a, a website that just does relationships. So you look up a famous person, it tells you who they've been out with. Oh, yeah. And uh, she went out with um, Chris Evans, not... Um, not you having a good time, Chris Evans? No. The but um, the, um, Captain time. America. Yeah. And um, did you know that? Uh, Emily's I'm not shocked. sure I, I did. I thought Emily might be ahead of me mm. on that. So it says, it says two listings for her. It says Lucy Pinder, partners, and it says Chris Evans, brackets, American actor. Mm-hmm. And then it says Daniel Hooper, brackets, person. Oh! Oh. That's like being um, sort of private in the army, in the army of celebrity boyfriends. Oh, Oh. I felt for that guy. Person, slash person. Yeah. Must be difficult if you're, like, post-film star and you're just going, you treat me like I'm just a person. Yeah. yeah, It could have been worse. It could have said civilian. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Still, you don't want to pin her to a former. Um, you don't want to pin her to a. Oh, I'm working is that on meant panda. To be panda. I'm working oh, on I panda. Oh, you I, see. Yeah, yeah keep working on that yeah, one. Yes, no, I wasn't happy with it. Um, I don't I know. know. If she was more current, I think people would be more alive to the electricity of the name. Yeah. But um, 
I want to talk to you about electricity as well. Do you remember oh. Charger Gate last week? Oh, oh your Charger Gate. Yeah, well, sounds I, like a horse scandal. <laughs> yeah. Well, I've uh, yeah in um, King Arthur's Court. <laughs> um, well, I've I've made a remarkable scientific discovery. If there's anyone with any interest in science, um, gather ye round the radio. You won't be listening for the, for the next bit. <laughs> Yes, so last week, uh, uh, regular listeners, regular readers will know that uh, my phone uh, wasn't working and so I couldn't get an alarm to wake me up to come to the show, which was a very anxiety-creating moment. Last night, I plugged the phone into the same charger and I watched the the battery bit where it says battery in the corner start to pulse like a heart. (laughs) <laughs> and, and yeah, really, the, you know, you used, you used to get like a lightning it's strike. Good analogy. Yeah, it was yes. pulsing like that. And then the, the charge, it said like seventy-five percent charge when I put it in. Oh and yeah. And then it said seventy-four percent charge, seventy-three percent, and the so-called charger was on charging. Oh. So it was. If, if, is there anyone who? It's literally is, the opposite of his yeah. job. Exactly the opposite. I mean, it oh. was sucking the electricity out of it. I mean, yeah. it was I know weird. it's a cliche at the moment, but you want to say to it, you had one job, mate. Yeah, I know. exactly. And you're doing the exact opposite. It's a charge. But if anyone was it can just explain don't that. Respond. Um, sorry, I'll deal with this temporarily. <laughs> um, was it the fault of the charger or was it just depleting anyway? No, but it was going at a rate of knots and it doesn't right. normally do it. The charger has somehow reversed its role. It's a sort of, you know, double agent. The rogue charger. And now it's taking electricity from my phone and putting it into the grid. <laughs> it's a grid, it's a grid, um, grid thief. You think it's an eco thing? I think we could... Uh... Power some machines by well, it's so dangerous. What, what if I, you know, what if I plugged in my iron long last thing before I went <coughs> exactly. to sleep? I, I don't think know if they still use those, but you know what I mean. Still I on think it's the a... uh, generator that you've got. In oh yeah, room, <laughs> yeah. I it's think hard it's to sleep the... with that in the room. Now. <laughs> 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 Honestly. <laughs> It, well, it, look, if anyone can explain it, I'd love to. I've never seen such... Watching your phone just um, mm-hmm. lose, lose... It was like, you know when Dracula bites into a young woman's neck and they steadily become paler and... Yes. Yeah, it's like that. Yeah. Just saying. May I mention, we've had some lovely correspondence read your show last night, Frank and oh, yeah. Garrett. That's quick. That's topical. I know, they get in touch very quick. Um... And I should say, Alan and Sarah, the producer, and I went to see our esteemed leader last night ourselves. We sure And well, hang on, I haven't told you what we thought. Did <laughs> <laughs> that feel? That was the vibe. I mean, I'm not going to say you stormed it. I'll oh. say you stormsied it. <laughs> Stormsy Daniel, there you did. Ah. Mm. Uh, it was an extraordinary response. I mean, you brought the house down. What Trevon. a show. Can you not say that in a West End theatre? No, yeah, it's a bit of times. I mean, I've got, I have a few jokes ready. If oh, the yeah. ceiling That's, falls in. That's you a good lips. idea. Our experience was, well, it's nice because we get to hear the comments. Much the way we do on the show, Frank. Yes. Oh, yes we got, feel exactly. them. I hear people, and it's nice, and uh, Pierre Novelli, your support... I'm getting um, support. nervous, just the idea of it. No, I won't share those with you. I've been in this game long enough, dear. Uh, he got some lovely comments. He did. I, uh, I overheard a woman behind me say that she would go and see his show at a future point. That was nice. Yeah. That's a good but sign. But unfortunately, mm-hmm. I banged my head on the oh, seat yeah, in front. Oh, yeah, I forgot that. I leant forward. You banged? What did you assume? Brace position? Yes, well, but I did. too quickly. I'm not going to lie. I was lurching for a Malteser. Ah, uh, OK. Yeah. We've all done it. <laughs> but uh, I leant forward and I misjudged. And I came up and I looked at Alan and the producer and I said, oh, it's, you can't see anything there, are you? And you know what Alan's like, Frank? I mean, you could have your hair on fire and it's going to look a bit hot. Yes. So I knew when I got saw his face. A calm bed- he said, oh, manner as a doctor. You've got a very big lump. I can see it <laughs> farming. Right. It was huge. 
Feet yourself lucky because um, they used to have ashtrays on the back of those feet. Remember those little ashtrays? No, I used to like use them. They could have holy water in them. Yeah. Yeah, that could have been much worse. That's why my parents stopped going anything. to the theatre when they stopped smoking. Yeah, I can't see anything uh, now. And those no, really Alan gave rubbish, me some Sprite. You know those very, very rubbish... Um, <laughs> binoculars it used to be about yes. 20 pence and I absolutely it was like you could see less with them yeah absolutely hopeless well that's, uh, that's guess what I was so proud of you because you did so well I stood at the end did you, you know did, did you yeah I did oh dear I know I um, couldn't help it I got excited and then I thought I'd better sit down no that was that was nice of you but um, <laughs> It didn't catch on. <laughs> well, you yeah. had left the stage at that point. They yeah. thought I was just a bit I, I mean, I had unwell. One, I had one embarrassing thing this week where the my marketing department sent me these quite, I have to OK quotes for the posters. So you get things like, uh, so um, there's um, um, King, the King of Stand-Up and Comedy Masterclass. And I have to say... Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, it's fine. fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay with that. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> it's like being Caligula. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. We should uh, we should say, or I should say, it's it's um, as it is my birthday on Tuesday. Hmm. I was, um, and it's also Faze who's um, the assistant producer on the yes. show. So I. There was lots of talk about sign Faye's card on the way in. Yeah. And I sort of assumed that Faye was going to get this weekend for her birthday celebration. Mm. And I was going to get um, the next one. So, as they say in um, after dinner speaking, imagine my surprise <laughs> <laughs> when um, I got in and there were some lovely gifts. So there was... Poetry books from Emma can never go wrong. From Emily, rather. Who's Emma? <laughs> I can she never was in the go wrong. Last night. Oh, yeah, she was in the front. Oh, row. yeah. She's <laughs> been in she, touch, actually. She wasn't quick enough to get me poetry books since then, <laughs> um, which is brilliant. And um, and um, I got a. Um, I'm going to tell you the whole lot mm, now. These have the last impression. Don't do the whole lot. No, I'm, I'm trying to do what order. You know, they say open them in that order. Yeah. I, I don't know if you should do one of them. Is what I'm thinking about. I think we'll you should wait go till to we've the, done it. Yeah, I wait think till I know. Done it. an event. I think I know which one you want to talk about. In well, great yeah. Come on. <laughs> we got a. Ha- I got a hamper from Absolute, which is very lovely. Sort mm. of uh, top. Fortnum and Mason. Top of the range. Yeah. Top end. And then a, a beautiful Bob, Bob Dylan notebook. Yeah. But best of all, I have to say, <laughs> best of all, I got a venerable bead sweatshirt, which I can't know. It sounds like... There'll be you know, people Googling that thinking it's a brand. No. <laughs> venerable, like Fruit of the Loom. Yeah. Uh, venerable uh, bead was a, um, a monk... Um, <laughs> Uh, who wrote... Uh, it's what we know... Most of our Anglo-Saxon history is from um, a book that he wrote, an, ecl- an ecclesiastical history. Smoking hot. Of course he And uh, <laughs> he lived in um, Weirmouth in the, the north-east. And, uh, and um you heard. I went to um, Bede World recently, which we spoke about. But he is... I mean, he's a central figure. I went to visit his tomb in Durham Cathedral mm-hmm. and now I have the sweatshirt. <laughs> So when you say the sweatshirt, this isn't official merch. No, but no. I'm guessing it's rather than... It's probably the only one. Well, we had They a, didn't have them at Bede World, let's put it that way. No, we did have to ring up and say... And when the man said, what do you want printing on it? And we said, Bede Venerables. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Which is what it says on his tomb. Is that correct? Yeah. Mm. Oh, well, we've put an epitaph on there, lovely. Yeah, but, oh, man, I was so happy with that. It's brilliant. I'm a bit worried about Bede World hearing this and getting litigious on us. I don't, I don't, they don't own Bede. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody yes. owns Bede, does right. The Bede brand is... Nobody uh, puts him in there. Oh, they have. <laughs> no, no, but, yeah, exactly. So, um, I... But that, you know, lovely. And... Um, Glad it went down well. Yeah, really well. Also, I was thinking just... What do you think of Faye's presents? Do you think they're a bit selfish in some ways? Well, Faye's presents were a bit earringy. Well, oh, then she like, got the cake stand to then, encourage yeah. her to make us cakes. She occasionally makes... Yeah, if, imagine if it's your birthday as well and you buy someone <laughs> a cake stand. The size of a hint <laughs> in that. Because uh, Faye is a baker, and mm-hmm. so... Um, 
Yes. We get, what do you call those revolving? I want to say table. Aunt Sally. Oh. You actually call it a turntable. No, the it lazy Susan. Me for a moment this morning, but it is. What's the lazy Susan? A lazy Susan is oh, if you sit around a table and you, you can spin it round so everyone can reach and serve themselves. Oh, and they died out, didn't they? Still alive and well know. in the Chinese restaurant community in Central and London. And it is, oh. uh, we should say, Happy New Year to all our Chinese listeners. Yes. And also, um, Happy Burns Night to all our Scottish. Let's just say Happy Chinese Burn <laughs> Night <laughs> to everyone. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. No, don't do that. So, has anyone explained my weird... Uh... We have had that. Um, before we do that, though, I oh. would like to say that I very much enjoyed your stand-up comedy show Thank you, last darling. night, Frank. And, um, oh. and uh, well, I, just, I, I felt like you had said that it was good and people might be thinking, oh, it sounds like Alan's a bit lukewarm. But not only am I not lukewarm... That would have been but... a good stage name for you, though. <laughs> lukewarm. Lukewarm. <laughs> that would be great, yes. actually. <laughs> not only was I not a tough crowd, but... Uh, very unusually for me watching a stand-up, you made me laugh before you got to the stage. I was yes. laughing at the programme notes. Oh. I got lols. <clears throat> you got lols from me on the programme notes, and I'm the person who tried to put people laughing out loud when reading into Room 101 oh, when I before well. done that. There so. you he go. was laughing so loudly. I said, oh, what's that? And you know when you ask someone what they're laughing, they're reading something, Frank, and they go... <laughs> and you say, oh, what's that? They go, oh, nothing, it's fine. Oh, nothing. <laughs> yeah, I did exactly the thing that I hated. And I thought, no, come on, mate, share. And I said, oh, what is it? He said, no, no, no it's OK, it's OK. It's something very really funny. <laughs> well, it's. Um, they said to me, shall we have a programme, my sort of uh, marketing people? Associates. And I said, oh, no. I said, programmes are for people like, I don't know, say Russell Brand, where people want to look at pictures of him, right. his fans. Really? Nobody wants to look at pictures <laughs> of me. Do you know what I mean? Uh, so I yeah. said, there's no point in that. Um, and then they said, um, well, you could write something. And then we agreed to, th to make it free. Mm. And then I'd just write it, basically. And I was happier with that. It's great. But you know what I mean? When you get massive pictures, like, there won't be nine pages, because that, I think, is physically impossible. Mm. It has to be even. But you get, like, 12 pages, and it's just big pictures of the person. Yeah. And what's the point in that? What's the point? Mm. Good point. Um but uh, good. That, that's um, one of the first oh. reviews I've had of the actual uh, programme. Program. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. enjoyed it. So that's, that's I really enjoyed it. In fact, I might read it again on the train on the way home. Oh, oh, really oh, enjoyed honestly, it. Honestly, Frank, he loved that programme. <laughs> really it was all did. over the programme. I, I was getting big laughs from either programme. It, was, it uh, was from start to finish. We'll stop talking about yeah, it now. So, yeah. But you were incredible. As I, I, if I was asked to give a quote for the poster, I would say the Persian... A carpet without the floor. Oh. Mm. Do Interesting. you like that? Interesting idea. In case you don't know, the idea is that when, um, I think everywhere in the Islamic world, when mm. they make a carpet, they put a deliberate fault in because only God is supposed to be, only Allah is perfect is the idea. Yes. I used to refer to it with, you know, um, the slightly fallen lip on uh, David Beckham. Yes. So that oh, was an example. Very lovely. comparable example. His beauty um, <laughs> just, um, just slightly marred as, as, as a sign of respect. <laughs> Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. I say, Frank, we didn't come back last night and... You didn't come back? No, to, to see, see you. you. Oh, OK. Oh, sure, visit. Sorry. Um, Omar, your stage manager, uh, tour manager, hmm. he was charming, though, because he said... Uh, I think he contacted us and said, yeah, but if you want to meet up, which I liked. What, with him? Yeah. No, he's very social. I, oh, um... I loved Omar. I, felt, I saw him come on stage. I was very excited. Did he come on stage? Yes. God damn it. I didn't know that. <laughs> he does to change, you know, to do a bit of sex. Oh, does he Mike's do a bit? I'm sure there's no need to do that. He just right. wants to be just on stage. He wants a bit of the glory. Yeah. Oh, I pointed. I said, oh, look, it's Omar. <laughs> did he have his uh, pink Doc Martens on? He did. I noticed the Doc uh, Martens. I felt like they were my family looking at... Because uh, I feel I know the these gang, boys. Yes. they've been on tour together. Well, you no. know that the, traditionally people who work backstage on, on shows are supposed to wear blacks. You know, you wear black top, yeah. black everything, so that you're sort of hidden. Um, 
I would say he went the exact opposite. Yeah. <laughs> um, he's a colourful dresser, I think it's yes. fair to say. Garish. Mm. Oh, said it. You said it. And Pierre likes a bit of velvet. Look, speaking Lovely. of that... You know, Alan walked me to my car yesterday. Charming. Oh, that's not... Did you drive in? Yeah, of course oh, I did. Well, to be honest, I thought that I was walking Emily to a bus stop or a tube station, and then she said, oh, no, I'm parked, and then I walked her, and then I... We were chatting outside of the car park, and then I suddenly thought, I should walk you to your car. And then she went, it's OK, I've done valet. I'll just get the man to walk me to it. Oh, so, how you know. lovely. And then, as I was walking... Different world, isn't it? I mean... And then as I was walking down into the car park, I waved goodbye to you. I turned around, walking towards me, Andrew Ridgely, with a no, suitcase, no. with a wheelie case, gave me a lovely smile. Lives in there, I smiled. <laughs> <laughs> All this stuff in that suitcase. Yeah, he lives in the car park. <laughs> um, just a tap. I just was a, going cold in. water tap in the corner. I was going. NCP, NCP car park drinks are free. <laughs> oh man, it's a shame. It's a shame. I wasn't going to bring it up on air. But it was it's, a it's perfect end to an evening. It started with a bang, ended with a did, with a wham. Did you say hello? I did. I gave okay. a, they gave me a lovely smile. Oh, nice. I said, oh, hello. Oh, nice. Anyway, the rest of it, none of your beeswax. No, no, fair enough, I understand. As you were. Look, um, uh, my uh, my son, who's uh, seven and a half, has got quite long hair. Mm-hmm. You've seen it. It's a massive curl, sort of Robert Plant style. And um, he's been told um, this week that he has to now have it tied back at school <gasps> for um, hygiene Reasons, which I don't. Mm. So, what does that mean, even? Because you can still get nits if you tie your hair back. Yeah. And then, just a few days later, um, there's a Fitbit ban. Right. So some of the kids had Fitbits. There's kids' Fitbits that you can get mm-hmm. um, for Christmas, and they've been told they can't wear them now. So right. I've spent like whatever it was, eighty quid on a Fitbit, and if you're not wearing it all the time, what's the point? So I'm thinking that they might be um, having bets in the staff room of um, what what to ban. <laughs> right. Next. Oh, I love it when you set yeah. up scores. You know when I was at, when <laughs> I was drunk on power. That's what it is. That's drunk on power. When I was at school, they banned winkle pickers. That, um, that um, puts, puts everything in its uh, correct age. They did. They banned yeah. winkle pickers. Yeah. My school banned those Grolsch bottle tops that Bross started a craze for on, oh, on the shoes. Do you remember? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, so, we had banned. Oh, go on. Oh, we had so many things banned. We weren't. Well, there was a very strict rule on heels, and they would measure with the tape measure. No. To see you didn't have a. A stiletto heel, as they called it. Yeah. Oh, good. Well, Very look, um, on eight twelve fifteen. if you've uh, been involved or, uh, with any, or your kids, with any unusual um, school bands, B-A-N-S, mm. um, I'd love to know on the, uh, in the sort of uh, open brackets, um, what next, question mark, <laughs> close brackets. This is Frank Skinner. This is Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. You can text our show on 8.12.15, follow the show on Twitter and Instagram, at Frank on the radio, email the show via the Absolute Radio website. OK. Mm, mm, We've had mm. such a lovely response from our fabulous loyal readers to your uh, shout-out, Frank, for, for people sort of coming up with things that had been banned at their school. Oh, yes. You've lit up the switchboard. Oh. Oh, you lit up the night last night. Yeah. And now, <laughs> in a professional capacity... everybody, light up my life. You... Oh, did everyone else stop? Thank Sorry, you. I, I don't join in. I realised I, I didn't know anymore. Pierre was part of this light... Okay. Okay. I will. I will pass that on. Oh, to he's Pierre. fabulous. Pierre is my support. Very um, handsome. We, girl, can artists. I say the girls gave him uh, five stars on the handsome front as oh, well? Oh, really? What, what did I get? Absolute mm. stunner. <laughs> um, should we get on to the uh, <laughs> texts and emails? Okay, let's do that. Zero two one. 
Our school had a ban on chino pants. Oh. Although certain teachers referred to them as genos. <laughs> which, while the ban seemed ridiculous, it was also amusing how uncool the teachers were in our teenage eyes for not knowing the real name. Well, that mm. is... I remember being in a band and we were rehearsing um, in a... Uh, in a sort of church hall thing, as bands do, mm. and it was pretty loud. And this um, this uh, copper turned up. Someone had called the police, and he turned up. <laughs> and he was in the early days of community policing, so he was saying, "Look, lad, you know, I oh, know I'm, I'm all for you, you know, doing doing the music and all that." He said, "How's it going? Have you done any jigs yet?" <laughs> And I thought, oh, no. <laughs> I mean, you know what I love about this? Is he probably went home and reassured himself, oh, they'll forget about it. How many years ago was that? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that five, was oh. Phil from Preston. Just wanted to give him his oh, yeah. Back to you, Al. 558 as a contribution that makes me think, oh, if I were a teacher, this is perhaps the sort of anecdote people would have about myself. Hi Frank, we had a ban on marbles and my teacher Mr Wright, I wonder if he's married Yeah um, A lot of women are looking for <laughs> They're him. waiting for him, certainly uh, uh, We had a ban on marbles and my teacher Mr Wright with a W came out at break and caught us playing illegally in the corner He smashed them all with a hammer No risk wow. of <laughs> They're quite hard to break as well. She adds, no risk assessment or safety goggles, I might add. <laughs> and that's from Debbie. <laughs> that is... I wonder... Well, I want to know I want to know how many of them were, how long it took. Yeah, yeah. Just that. Or was it done in rage? Or was it done with cold calculations? There are two uh, missives I'd like to share from you, just from our um, online friends. Right. Uh, in the Twitter community. Ben Davis, banned from going on a school trip to Dorchester for the day. I like that he still sounds a bit angry about it. When I was eight, because I had a Beano T-shirt on. Oh. I never understood their reasoning for doing it. And he's got an emoji of the sort of thoughtful face with the hand <laughs> stroking the chin. Still thinking about still it. Still thinking. And then Piers O'Halloran has said, long hair was banned in our school. In the age of grunge, this was hard to police. Then someone found a picture of the principal with long hair in the 70s. Oh. And the fear of hypocrisy made him withdraw the ban. That oh, that's good. That's Just saying. Excellent. So it's research. If you can find mm-hmm. a Tony Blair, what was his band? Tony oh. Blair's band. Anyone remember? Oh, well, that's a good question. Our readers will know. Yeah. Anyway, there's that infamous picture. Uh, yes, there is a picture Great of him with long hair. But I have to tell you, he is not the headmaster at my son's school. <laughs> no. No. Okay, not yet. <laughs> um, I can't see the headmaster at my son's school with long, having had long hair. He doesn't look like a, a long hair type of a guy. No. But, you know, we never, we've all I get on. A... I get on famously with him, actually. Oh, Lovely I know. man. He loves you and you love him. <laughs> <laughs> That's what life will, that will be like for all of us in, in heaven. <laughs> Summer to look forward to, kids. Frank Skinner. Um, we've had an update on the uh, anecdotes that we were just discussing about the teacher smashing marbles oh, with a hammer. Oh, good. More info. That's what we need. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. 558, as uh, Debbie has again re- replied, there was a good 20 marbles and he systematically wow. did all of them, including the silver slivers, which were particularly prized. Oh, no. <laughs> I forgot they had names, of course, didn't oh, they? Oh, yeah. Did they? Yeah, yeah, they all had different types of names for the different designs. Oh, that was a level mm-hmm. of detail I never really got involved in. Yeah. But, um, zero nine... Probably busy skiing instead of playing marbles, weren't you? How dare you? <laughs> um, zero 095 has got in touch. Ugly Rumours was the name of Tony Blair's band. Oh, yeah, very good work. Oh, I feel so satisfied after that. Yeah, Ugly Rumours. Because mm-hmm. there were some jokes about, you know. Yeah. Uh, can I say that Faye has just um, entered the studio with a tremendous chocolate birthday cake that she has made? Mm. Yes. It's absolutely... And it's got... For herself. A, it's got shards. <laughs> <laughs> a birthday cake she's made for herself. Well, I'll have some. I think we'll all have some. Um, it, it's got shards <laughs> of chocolate. Yes. Now, I don't know if they have... Um, 
power cuts in the Arctic wastes. But what it looks like is Superman's fortress of solitude yeah. with the lights off. <clears throat> yeah. Now, whenever you see in the comics Superman approaching his fortress of solitude, the lights are always on. I don't know if he has a caretaker who stays there, or maybe a lady that comes around from a nearby igloo who puts, <coughs> you know, puts the eating on and that. No, he lets her know that he's, I he's think coming back. Um, I think it's more like those hotel corridors where, when he walks near to it, just it all lights up. Oh, it might be. Like, yeah. yeah, like um, oh, he might have burglar lights. Yes. I hadn't thought of that. Yeah, Yeah. of course. But that's what it looks like. It looks like um, the power cut version of Superman's (laughs) Fortress of Solitude, which makes me very happy for some reason. I don't know why. (laughs) I love Superman. Still my favourite comic book hero, despite... Is he really? Yeah, I've got a little figurine of him on my bedside table. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> Sharon Parsons well, has, has been in touch. Sharon Parsons. Uh, talking about what's been banned from school, petticoats. Oh. Oh, give my love to uh, Queen Victoria, Victoria Sharon. Yes, it's from, uh, because... it's from Little Women. Here's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. on 500 a year. <laughs> uh, because the sight of some lace showing below your skirt would attract the boys. Yeah, I can see that. that Not might, in my school. That might be uh, tantalising. One thing you don't want when you're trying to do your, your maths is the rustle of lingerie. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, that's what I find. It's a good rule. It uh, is, yeah. Tony from Darwin in Lancashire, which I've done gigs in there, Darwin. Darwin? D-A-R-W-E-N. Hi, Frank and the gang. Uh, we're the gang, Emily. Mm. It's a lot uh, better than it used to be. What is? It's evolved. Oh, very good. Uh, We had a ban on Birmingham bags, the trousers made famous by bands like the Bay City Rollers. They were called Birmingham bags. Birmingham bags. Well, even though they were tartan trimmed. That's what you call the ones in the playground. (laughs) No, no. This will do well on the decade stations, won't it? Birmingham bags. I love that. The tears have been running down their cheeks. (laughs) (laughs) And we sang Shangalang and we ran around I remember when the girls at my school had all, well, not all of them, but about 10 of them had been to see the Bay City Rollers the night before at mm. Birmingham Town Hall. And they came into school the next day still hysterical. Just standing around and crying and Why stuff. They? It was really. I was like me this morning after yeah. seeing you. Yeah, well, exactly. But obviously, <laughs> that's that's more reasonable. <laughs> Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. What are you oh, laughing nothing, at? Nothing, nothing. Don't laugh <laughs> Do you know it's our readers? They make me laugh a They're lot. Funny. I read their laugh. texts. For example, Sarah Johnson has been in touch to say that uh, a French teacher at her school couldn't stand the smell of oranges, so banned everyone from eating them. Sans mm. orange. And then Sarah remembers her, or Sarah, remembers her rifling through bins, looking through her evidence of discarded peel. Wow. She said, I hope she got the help she so dearly needed. Yeah, that is... Um That'd yeah. be a difficult one to uh, offer an excuse for, with the banning of oranges. Yes. Where is she now? Um, we've also got a, a, a parallel text in running, which is about uh, your phone charger, which you mm. worry has become less charged and show. more drain. Yeah, my, my charger, and I've tested this, and also um, Sarah, the producer, tested it, that when you plug it in, it has a reverse effect, mm. and you just watch the amount of charge in the battery go down so the charger is it's an anti-charger well yes aid from shrewsbury has uh, sent some i think potentially useful advice re frank's phone i always like a re mm. re frank's <laughs> phone if it's an iphone check for pocket fluff up the charger who, uh, uh, same thing happened to mine micro surgery with a cocktail stick will sort it Really? Yes, I've done. I I blow into my phone quite regularly. Do you not do mm. that? Yeah, but I don't do that. No, but um, I always think the people at Apple are all too busy listening to what I might buy next. Mm. Yeah, and I don't want to hurt their ears. 
<laughs> but I don't see why Floff, Pocket Floff, up the Jack Plug, whatever it yeah. is, um, the title actually of my new album, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, Pocket Floff up the Jack, would make it actually sock the electric. I can see why it doesn't charge, but to actually anti charge. Well, 682 has another theory. Are I you think sure? there might be something supernatural going on. That's my. Oh, I love that yours has to be special. Yeah. Uh, are you sure it was a charger, Frank? I have a I have a charger that has a SIM card in it that is a listening device that needs charging, and then it runs for three days unplugged on the floor. Someone could be ringing your charger and listening to your conversations to get stuff for Heat magazine. Other magazines are available. He has a charger. I think it might be a she. Although I don't that know, they, like they call be. themselves Tuppence, which I'm not sure is. Um, I don't know what gender that could be. It's no. a nickname, isn't it? Okay. Um, it sounds like it could be Lex Luthor. <laughs> the amount of kit they've got. <laughs> it, oh, I've never heard of such a thing. I, I, I just want to emphasise, this is not a charger that doesn't work. It's a charger that's doing the opposite of yeah. what it is paid to do. Yeah, which mm. is a description of some gigs that I've had, but that's a different well, story. Well, you know, that's, yeah, exactly. We can't, we don't, we can't go there. I laugh and he seems to have depressed us. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Halifax, New Year's Eve. Oh, anyway. come on. New Year's Eve's always a tricky gig. Come anyway, on, darling. New We've Year's... all got disasters in our back catalogue, if you know what I mean. Ring out uh, the old ring in the new. One to one, who's one of our regulars, mm. his charger did exactly the same thing on Monday morning as yours. It's. Um... He said he was hung over to hell. Um, mm. He asked the IT department at work, and their advice was... Um, Turn it on and off. Oh, no. Well, of course. No, it genuinely was. He said it was the old favourite, and he said, hey, presto, it was back on charge. I wonder if that would work for the hangover as well. Turn it on and off again. Yeah. You know when people, like, die for five seconds or something on there? If you did that, I wonder if when you came back, mm. your hangover would be gone and you'd generally be, you know, feel right. very rebooted. Well, my... Best not try it if anyone's... My comedy but... bump to the head last night in oh, your yes. theatre, when I had the... I had the sort of bump on my head that uh, a cartoon character has after a fight immediately mm. sprouted. Yeah. And uh, Alan Sprite advice, mm-hmm. work wonders... So I really it, do recommend that. A cold, cold. can... It has to be Sprite, I would say, but... I mean, other drinks. Cold well, Sprite on the head. At home, if I'm injured, I tend to... Uh, if if it needs an ice pack, I go for frozen peas. Oh, yeah, that's... I melt uh, them around, whatever the injury that, that's a is. classic, yeah. But, Frank, I went to him because of the Kung Fu. <laughs> I knew he'd know. Don't tell me that Kung Fu... Are, well, injuries Kung Fuers don't get a blow to the head now and again. Injuries are a way of life, I would have thought, for the, uh, for the mat... He's come in with black eyes on many occasions. (laughs) Grapple fans. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And no, it's it's a good man to have around in an emergency, I've often... (laughs) I've often said that. I've now got to the stage where I don't even correct you about what martial art I actually do. I'm just letting it all happen. Well, it's, you know, it's, I, mean, I, yeah. I don't know the ins and outs, but well, we've got the general. Yeah, we've got it's the general. Fine. It's a little bit frightening. Who cares? I don't care. It is, a, yeah. It's not. But the guys use expert timing. <laughs> oh, that. Yeah, so, so, you know, relax. <laughs> We were discussing your uh, birthday birthday sweatshirt <laughs> yes. with um, the venerable bead. I should put a picture of that probably on social media. Yeah, I'll do, do that, that thing. You know when people put a charity T-shirt on over the top of their mm-hmm. shirt, it looks a bit rubbish. Tory we'll MP at the school fete. I know. Yeah, yeah, I'll have to do that. So I might not do it. Very David Mellor. Well, we yeah. caused a we caused a little confusion. Nine five seven has said, "Dear Frank, Emily, and the venerable Cockrell, uh, <laughs> was slightly confused initially by the concept of a bead sweatshirt. They've spelt bead B E A D there. Oh, I see. I had visualised you, Frank, wearing a garment entirely fabricated from the sort of beads that achieved popularity in the nineties as car seat covers. Yeah, that'd be Excuse good. Excuse me, I would say they were seventies thing. All self-respecting. Then- Cab drivers used to use them. Yeah. And the image of you wearing a bead shirt is one that will stay with me forever. Uh, Dulwich John. Yeah, well, I'm going out with this cabbie and he likes to sit on my lap. <laughs> so I wear... I, I bought this bead... It's fine in your community. Yeah, I bought this bead um, garment 
that goes down to my knees and it, it's, it works a treat. I mean, the also, bit, when, that, when we go for a service, I wear a very thin plastic see-through smock. Yeah. <laughs> you know that thing they put on so, so that yeah. they don't get your seat dirty? I love that. Do you know... Um, the thinnest plastic in the world. <laughs> I've often hankered after one of those bead seats. Oh, yeah. I bet yeah. they'll still I've be available. I've heard they're fabulous oh, yeah. for your back. Really? Mm. Is That's it true? That's why they love them, the cabbies. But what worries me is that I can't... I mean, people will be hailing me down all the time. All oh, right, if you've got do one you of those. Do you thinking I'm uh, car service? See, I'm not convinced that they do anything, those bead seats. If any drivers are listening and could enlighten us, read the... The entire point of the beads. Well, like what do you think? It's largely decorative. I, I think it was osteopaths as well as drivers, because they would surely know whether or not there's any point. Yeah, there's, there's yeah. often or oste- there'd be osteopaths who drive almost certainly. Almost. Uh, I, are you suggesting that the the purpose of them is decorative? Well, I always think of that plastic, silver plastic thing that used to hang from the back bumper, oh, yeah. which supposedly earthed the car, mm. thus preventing travel sickness. And that never convinced me. I think there might be a lot of um, motoring hokum oh, based right. on various things that do stuff and don't yeah. do stuff. And I put... No, I, no, I, I'm I put, saying what is the... But there's a difference between the car urban myth and their motives for buying that. Surely we can be very clear about why I think, these people... I think the motive is if you drive for a long time it stops you getting a stiff back I think that you don't yeah. you don't believe I'd, it well I'd love to find out I'd okay. also like to find out if that <laughs> thing that tail that hung like a sort of tortoise tail <laughs> that hung from the back of the car stops anyone being travel sick I uh, am dubious Frank Skinner Rebead seats. Time. I think it was in the first Terminator film where Arnie opened a car door, took one look at the bead seat, and ripped it out before getting in. Enough said. Oh, Nick six five six. God, that rings a bell. Ocean's Eleven said at my school, Ella van. So it's an Ella with Ocean's Ella then. Oh, okay. At my school, they banned string because Cat's Cradle got too competitive. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> 1941 school. It's funny, but um, my child, Buzz, has recently got into Cat's Cradle. His grandma bought him a Cat's Cradle kit. It's basically string. <laughs> and, um, or wool or whatever. But there's there's also a book with variations on Cat's Cradle that I didn't know existed. They've all got different names. Right. Like, um, you know, the re- the reduced output and names <laughs> like that. Oh, OK. Um, the Dark Peacock. Uh-huh. And and you um, you form them differently, and he really got into oh, really? it. So maybe mm. there's, you know... Lovely gift. I remember um, our mutual friend Adrian Charles Frank said that his parents, I think not that long ago, got him a ball of string for his really? birthday. Yes. How, how long was it? Um, I don't <laughs> that's know. What everyone needs to know, sure. But I said, oh, that's an interesting gift. Well, yeah, the creation. <laughs> yeah. I'm quite sure how the two were linked. Did it reach as far as Croatia? So it's a way of if you do come, make sure yeah. you find your way back. Or... Yeah, was there a cup on each end? <laughs> <laughs> it's a great thing. I got string out the drawer last night to make a small parachute at home for a sort of physics experiment I was doing with my child. And there's something... Um, Getting string out feels like you're really... You're going below the surface of the modern world and going mm-hmm. back to the very basics of life. String, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, that's yeah. Frank's string theory for any yeah, scientists hey. out there. Very uh, fine. Zero uh, eight uh, two has said, Morning, team. I was the first boy at my Catholic boarding school to get my ear pierced. This was not allowed, so I regularly got my earring confiscated. So I bought a box of coloured drawing pins and would put one of those in instead. When I was asked to remove it and it was taken away, I would simply replace it with one of a different colour. Very frustrating for the monks. Yeah. (laughs) I think things that are frustrating for the monks would be a long list. Different different childhood. I didn't have the courage to have mine here, uh, Pierce, so I I used blue tack. 
Did you? Yeah. But it's all right. Lovely. It's all right. I know... I want to talk about something, boys, because I know... Frank, you often lament the sort of... the passing of milk as a drink... Do you know what I mean? It's seen as a sort of... It's virtually extinct. When you go to people's house now and you say, can I have a cup of tea, they go, goats or soya. Yeah, mm. well, no, what it used to be, though, is people... I would get in uh, from school <laughs> and I would. my mum would give me a glass of milk. Yeah. Yes. And I, I would no sooner think now of drinking a glass of milk than I would have of drinking a glass of courgette juice... Oh, yeah. It seems a really weird... Ex- I have it in tea, obviously, but to have a glass of it seems so retro. Yeah. It used to be... But that's what's... Interestingly, it's become not so in China where there is... Um, milk is milk is going viral. People love a bit of milk. And that's because I R- believe... It, is it rice milk? No, no. It used to be si- dairy milk they like. You'd think it'd be right. dairy milk. Everything no, would milk. suggest rice milk in China, wouldn't you have thought? Yeah. So I'm drinking rice milk in yes. North London. The Chinese are drinking cow's milk. The world's gone upside down. It has. Yeah. Absolutely world has gone upside, upside down. Upside they down. love the milk. And uh, as a result of this, they've been appointing celebrity ambassadors, the sort of state dair- dairies, and you may have heard about this, boys. We've had two royal endorsements. One, Peter Phillips, 15th in line to the throne, Princess Anne's son. Master Peter Phillips. <laughs> Master Peter Phillips. Yeah. Remember him? Emily just put some cake in her mouth whilst in the middle of an anecdote on the radio. I, 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 that's good. Um, <laughs> it was an eccentric act, mid, <laughs> mid-sentence, but... Don't cake shame me. It's one I of those moments. Well, you know when, when your hand... Don't cake shame me. Your hand goes a bit um, rogue <laughs> and no. just starts doing stuff on its own, like putting cake in your maybe hand. maybe you two might like to join in. Yes. Well, I, well, the thing is, I'm getting tremendous pressure to stop talking altogether okay. from the producer. I like you're flying in the face of that advice, eating <laughs> cake, talking about... I mean, it's gone I completely feel, I don't like rebellious. this link. I feel a bit done in. <laughs> well, Go to the music. Let's let's reboot. Yes, let's. Frank Skinner. Frank Skinner. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radar. Absolute yeah. Radar would be a brilliant thing if there's another war. I'd be proud to be associated with that. Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant thing. <laughs> Good moment. You can uh, text Proud. the show on eight twelve fifteen. Follow the show. I'm, I'm with um, I'm with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. Did I mention that? Eight twelve fifteen. Follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Frank on the Radio. Email the show via the Absolute Radio website. It was beyond me that that uh, that, that read. <laughs> Simply beyond. Me. You have to accept some things are beyond you. So uh, you we've, were been discussing, um, oh, yes. um, we've been discussing uh, Peter Phillips, is it? Peter Phillips? Yeah. Master Peter Phillips. Is it Master? Master. 15th well, in think, line to the throne. 15th. I don't know where that's come from, but when he was a child, I seem to remember <laughs> Ma- Master Peter Phillips was used quite a lot because Definitely. he didn't have a royal title. And right. I think people were slightly fascinated that there was someone in the royal family who was whilst didn't have a title and was... At school was Master Peter Phillips. But that was how, like, when we had to write thank you letters, if it was a child, we had to write them to Master. Yeah. Yes. Do you remember that? Buzz still, still gets letters to Master Bob I, Collins. I love that. Yeah. I like the Master. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm not going to lie, I hadn't heard of this guy until this story was in the papers. I didn't know... The, the son of Princess Anne. You have heard yeah, of I'm, him. No, I haven't. I've never heard of him. I'm not on top of the 15th in line to the throne. Yeah, yeah. but you know in Princess fact, Anne's children, don't you? it wasn't until last week that you? I realised that Harry was sixth in line. But did you know Princess Anne had children? No. I feel like what oh. they... I, think, I feel like the papers want a story about Harry, mm. but... They're begrudgingly accepting a story about Philip. It, it reminds me of David Beckham's Peter. metatarsal. Yes. Peter P-P? Phillips. Peter Phillips, you're P-P. right, not Philip. Um, but not I think Philip it Peter. feels a bit like they want to write a story about something else, but they're sort of making do with this. Well, I was really happy to hear about Master Peter Phillips. <laughs> I hadn't heard of him for such a long time. MPP. I, you've been wondering how he was. I'm glad that he isn't like trying to start a coup somewhere in West oh, Africa. Yeah, or something. Just sounds game, like he's... Do you know what? MPP, as we call him yeah. now... 
He's just doing his milk. What are you, yeah. what are you up to, MPP? Just got the milk. Flogging milk. So we should say, he does a milk advert in China. Now, this comes from a whole tradition, I think. Yes. Of, there used to be a time when I first started <laughs> going abroad... Um, which would be in the 90s, you'd mm. go like to Italy and you'd be watching um, uh, the adverts on the Italian telly and Dustin Hoffman would be <laughs> yeah. advertising um, uh, They always have cut your own hair combs. It's often whiskey. They love a whiskey yeah. ad. Yeah, and the theory is... Sean Connery no, on whiskey ads in uh, Japan or something. And yeah. they say, well, I'll do them in foreign countries, then no one will know. It's a very pre-internet yeah. kind of a concept. Yes. Yes, you're right. It was almost like I can take the cheque without the consequences. Yeah. Not so anymore. Now, MPP, maybe it's not <laughs> online, and still <laughs> thinks that the one can keep this... One. Used to be a thing. Good use of one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it used to get the lingo thing. very well, hasn't he? <laughs> With MPP. He's in character. There was a period when footballers, um, when we first started getting footballers from overseas um, in their droves coming into British football, mm. they would often do interviews with newspapers in their own country. I'm not talking about countries along... I'm talking like Spain. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And they'd slag off the manager thinking, well, you'll never find <laughs> out about this because this is in a different country. Yeah. So I think um, MPP has been um, <laughs> misled about the whole global village <laughs> concept. We're on to you. We um, know. We've even on Earth. Daniel P. Day Lewis, I remember, even did one of those. No. I'm sure he did Imagine it. Imagine the prep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> three years for the Schweppes advert. Yeah, he lived, he lived as a Jersey cow for three years. <laughs> False eyelashes, the works. <laughs> oh, oh, God. It ruined, his bowels were ruined forever. Frank <laughs> Skinner on Absolute Radio. So, we're talking about milk. M MPP. Oh, MPP yeah, milk. And milk. Can I just and say, 15th in line to the throne, I know we've mentioned this already, but... I was sixth in line at a Pret-a-Manger the other day oh, and, yeah. and I just turned on my heel and left and I was <laughs> yeah. hungry. Funnel so cue. So imagine waiting your whole life for yeah. and being 15th knowing you're not going to get the gig. Well, you might. It's and possible. at least, no, but what I was saying is at least with the funnel cue, you have a chance of a very quick jumping possibly to fifth in the queue yeah. within minutes. Not ah. so with the... Oh. Well, you know when you go to a cafeteria? No. Oh, well, <laughs> yes. love it. There's this thing that sometimes I you think, um, well, I'm having stuff from the glass boxes. I'm having a sandwich. Mm. and then, So the people getting the hot food, I'm going to go round them and go to the hot drinks. And sometimes they really don't like it. Mm. They don't like But, you know, that's mm. just, that's cafeteria living. Yeah. And I wonder if um, Master Peter Phillips could have a bit of an example of that. Good point. I'm assuming now, I could be wrong, I haven't read anything about this. Mm. Is Harry still in line for the throne or has he given that up? No, no, he's given that up. So so everyone moves down. So presumably he's moved up a place. Well, hang on, of course he's MP given it up. You can't, if you're not a royal, if you're stepping down from the royal family, this. Yeah. If he gets close, if a couple surely. of them. If two or three of them went down suddenly, I think oh, you'd find on. he might re reassess. This no. is a bit like when they took uh, Tour de France's off Lance Armstrong and then they realised the rest of the lineup were drug cheats as well and so there's just <laughs> some years that haven't won. What about when you found out Nobody's about Lance won. Armstrong? It was a dark day for us, that. Very upset. I believed his book. I oh, know, you didn't. Mm. You were a denier. He said he wasn't a drug cheat in his book and I went, oh, OK, he's not. Oh, no, darling, but the evidence doesn't look good Turns against out him. he was a fi big fibber. <laughs> He said he it lies. was one big lie. I still have to challenge that as well. It was loads of big lies every day, Lance. I know. Anyway, don't get me started. <laughs> Lance. Just in case he's listening, I'm still Can furious I... with you. Oh, have you seen the um, Master His book, Peter it's not about the bike. No, he's right, it wasn't Nick. about the bike. You're going to have to let Lance go. I interviewed... He's done his um, time. Was it Shania Twain who he... Um, yes. I interviewed her and she was a lovely... Woman. Wasn't it Cheryl Crow? What's Cheryl Crow? Oh, they're, yeah. they're basically One the, same, the other. same person. She's in a pod. Yeah. And uh, she was lovely, uh, Cheryl Crow. Yeah. Um, and when he when he um, finished with her, I, I, that uh, put me off him. Mm. Right. 
So Lance Armstrong there. Um, <laughs> that's his reputation anyway, ruined. For, oh, for reasons you wouldn't have expected. <laughs> uh, Master Peter Phillips in the ad, which I've seen several times. Oh, me too. It's, it's compulsive <laughs> view. Shall we discuss? I'd like. I've got a few things. Please. Here's my. Here's I the things Emily's I'd like to get discuss. Forensic. I want to get forensic. Uh, tell me where you want to go, Frank. I put forward to you Butler with silver platter. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that's what I think. You know the. You've got to accept that the Chinese will have a certain view of royalty. Large gates open. There's that sort of music which I would call royal music. (laughs) (laughs) Gates open. There's the stately home. And then there's MPP. Carriage. I think there's a Drinking bit of this that's just give them what they want. They want yeah. to see him with a butler. Like, you didn't walk on last night and not do loads of good jokes. That's what we wanted, and then you did it. Look, I'm all... What they want. I'm all... Jim Taveray plays... Uh, the comedian plays a butler in some advert for... Uh, I think it's for gold. Right. You know when people now in daytime telly advertise gold? <laughs> I mean, like, you would think gold is a fairly established thing yeah. that didn't need to push itself. Yeah. Relax, gold. Yeah. It's all right. People buy rings and earrings. People sat around at the gold place <laughs> yeah. thinking, I, I don't know, I think we're going... We need to get ourselves out there a bit more. Do you think they sit there and they think, oh, Diamond again? Mm. First they had the Bond film. And They've been bit, everywhere. It, it's a bit similar. American goes, it's sort of reverse. It says there's one thing we love in America, and that's British gold coins. And I thought, really? <laughs> I think they sit in the brand meeting, Frank, and they think, look, the, the Tony Hadley song was a long time ago. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Come on. We need uh, we need a bit of a, an update. Um, and I... It's it's a it's a brilliant thing. I love this advert. Do I, you? I want to hog um, Master Peter Phillips. <laughs> well, we need to he's discuss. He's grown this. up quite handsome as well. I think. He's, he's grown up. He's about forty, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, last time I saw him, he was eight. In um, a navy blazer with gold buttons. Of course, of course. But you know, but he, his, his dad was quite. Which, which um, I'm, I'm yes. getting. I'm getting big pressure from the producer. But his dad was quite handsome. So, you know, the apple doesn't fall very far. Um, whatever it is. Mm. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Yes, yeah, so um, Master Peter Phillips, can I just say? <laughs> yes. He's in an advert where he starts off, I think, with a glass of milk, which yeah. he drinks. And then there's a, chi- a Chinese voiceover, which I think says, like, he's a member of the royal family and all yeah. that. You can, obviously, yeah. I can't understand the Chinese voiceover. Yours has slid, hasn't it, your Chinese? I don't, is there such a language as Chinese? No, it's, it's all Mandarin. Cantonese, yeah. Cantonese. But do you know any Mandarin or Cantonese? <clears throat> I know um, only one bit, which I probably oh. shouldn't say, because I think it's abusive to oh, okay. um, Westerners. Oh, oh. lovely. Um, I, I was taught it. I went out with a woman who, who grew up in Hong Kong and she taught me this um, phrase. And then I heard someone use it in a Chinese restaurant. They think of me. <laughs> but anyway. Well, yes. Um, it's um, the best. There is a moment of English in it when, <laughs> when Master Peter speaks. Uh-huh. And at, right at and the end, says, I think they must have said to him, can you say something that sort of sums up the whole advert in a, in a brief soundbite? <laughs> and at the end, instead of saying, oh, milk, I love milk, best drink of the day, he says, um, this is what I drink. Yes. And we thought, yes, we got that. Mm-hmm. Not only have we seen you drinking <laughs> at least two glasses of it, but when he takes a bottle of milk out the fridge... The whole door of the fridge is crammed with other bottles of milk. Yeah, That's all he's, he's got. Through. It's like he's got wow. no shelf life. Also, isn't it? Wow. <laughs> Can I just say, if he's got the butler in the stately home, Longleat didn't get permission, FYI. Is that right? That's all kicked off. It was yeah. green screen. Um, oh. When he gets the butler, the Ferrero Rocher butler, who presumably says, your milk, sir, yeah. uh, bottle on silver tray, not a good look, he then later is seen opening the fridge. Well, firstly, why didn't he call the butler? Well, it might be sick. They have a night off. They no. always have a night yeah. off. No. Don't he's, they? he's got an addiction to the milk and he's having to do the. It looked a bit furtive because it was too much milk. Well, the amount of milk. I think there was <laughs> two or three pieces of fruit in there, there but everything apple. else was milk. And yeah. is he in the advert pretending to be a farmer? Is that. 
one of the no, things that no. happens. No. I think he's pretending because he's be. sat on a farm in at one point, isn't he? There's a bit that's well, outdoor. I think when that's the, bringing in the cow idea. No, oh, the cow. Right. We cut to the cows after we've seen the royal, the replica of the Queen's carriage. A bit rude. Yeah. And then we see him in the dinner jacket asking for the glass of milk. Milk crazy. Before the night out to line the stomach like with the rugby friends, maybe. The last time he was in the last time he was in the public eye, he only drank milk then. <laughs> <as well>. <laughs> <laughs> Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. Mm. Of course, many of the Chinese are lactose intolerant, so it's quite insensitive. Well, I've always yeah. thought one of the things that people used to say about the Chinese being healthier mm. than us lot is that they have very little dairy yeah. in their diet. Mm-hmm. But then, not only is Master Peter at it, yeah. but um, Kitty Spencer, who's the something of um, Princess Diana, niece. the niece, niece of Princess Diana, He's also advertising Chinese milk. But a rival. Yeah, the rival. Mm. She is. What? So she's William's cousin. Okay? Effectively. I'd say this is a family dispute up there with uh, Adidas and Puma, (laughs) Rudolph and Addy Dazzler. Yeah? Yeah, that that was a good one. That's one of my favourite ever family disputes. Oh, I love that fallout. What have you fallen out over this Christmas? (laughs) It's a long story, Dad. She's not royal, Kitty. She's a lady. She's. Uh, are you familiar with the work of Viscount Old Trupp, I believe you call it? No. Uh, Althorpe. You do. You remember him? No. Viscount Althorpe. It's yes, hard to you keep do. Diana's brother. You remember he famously oh, remember gave him. a speech. Yes, yes. that's him. That, oh. This is his daughter. Oh, okay. okay. Well, that's fine. She, oh, she's launching Satine Jersey Milk. Uh, it's called. Also Chinese, though, isn't it? Yep. Yeah. And it's very big that you see. I believe milk is seen in China as because it was banned and well, it's not banned, but it was scarce mm-hmm. during uh, Mao's time. Was it really? Yeah, well, I believe the cows so. were working rather than um, just eating grass and then being milked. Yes, is that they were right? working. So, Al, as a result, it's the law of scarcity. It's now seen yeah. as a symbol of more modernity and progress. Yeah. Much like, and so I think schools are given a free milk, much like us in the 70s I'm going to write a book about this change <laughs> in Chinese society. I'm going to oh, call yeah. it Chairman Moo. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent work. Well, she is described in the advert, and I know one can lose a little in the translation from a, a, a difficult, like you know, language that's very unfamiliar, like Chinese. Yeah, mm. she is apparently described as British noble member. <laughs> yeah, um, British noble member is. Um, it's strange. It's vague. <laughs> um, but that's what Kitty is described as. She's a model. She does work. Yes. yes, elsewhere. Very, She's a model uh, member of the royal family. She Very, says, she uh, gave attractive. a quote, she went a bit further than I drink this, or whatever Master Peter Phillips said. No, this is what oh, I sorry. drink. Oh, yeah, sorry, this is what I <laughs> yeah, drink. Get it right, that was, it was so different. He delivered it in a sort of hostage situation. <laughs> yeah, he did, yeah. Um, evidence of survival, day 15. <laughs> anyway, she said, uh, the day of the royal family usually begins with a cup of milk or a cup of tea. Yeah, no, I spoke on this show only last week that whenever cold fluids are put in a cup or a mug, that seems wrong. They have to mm. be in a glass. And so the idea of the royal family having a cup of milk, oh, yeah. you know. That's yeah. the sort of thing the neighbour used to come round for when I was a kid. Can I borrow a cup of milk till tomorrow? Because yeah. they have no milk for their tea. Also, did they all start their day with a cup of tea or milk? I don't well, know. Tea, I, I can believe. I can believe Yeah, I think that. Princess Margaret maybe some but different drink. Cup yeah, of milk, that was for me. That was for me the straw that broke the camel's back. Now I think the royal family lead a really different life from the rest of us. Why? Because they drink cups of milk on a yeah, morning, but everything else I was prepared to go along with. But they shouldn't do that. A cup of milk. Can I say too something far. controversial? Put it out there. Go on. I think. It's been fun doing this show. <laughs> I think adults that drink milk are rather creepy. Oh, well, in that case, I'm creepy then. I think a glass of milk, a male, an adult male drinking a glass of milk, it's a bit Norman Bates. 
Yeah, well, I'm when certain. I did um, the Charles Atlas bodybuilding <laughs> course, <laughs> which I no, no, did... No. We need a pause after that. Okay. <laughs> we just need to let this sink in. I did a thing called the Charles Atlas bodybuilding course, <laughs> which was um, one of these things where they send you... What do they call them? Correspondence courses. Oh, yeah, maybe. They send you these things, and I he, the advert, he would say, you too can have a body like mine. Yeah. And he was a very well-built man. Mm-hmm. And so I, as I was 14, and I thought, well, I'd quite like a body like that. So yeah. I set about this a three-month course, but many ways for life, but certainly three months intensive. And, um, well, I'm, I'm going to give you the details after this. <laughs> this is Frank Skinner. This is Absolute Radio. This thing of advertising stuff like milk and gold. Yeah. Mm. Things that you wouldn't think would need advertising. I appreciate that the the milk is like branded milk, so it's a company advertising. Mm-hmm. But they used to, when I was a kid, they would just advertise stuff like milk as milk. Just yeah. Like the milk marketing. There was a thing, a pint per person per day. Yeah. Which wasn't favouring any company. It was literally an advert for milk. I think it was a state milk, though. Surely there was a state thing. Anyway, let's not get it into... Might have been, it might have been state milk, um, of course. 500 has asked, Frank, did the Charles Atlas plan include having to use the rather useless yet dangerous chest expander? Um, it, well, most oh, yes. of it... Most of it... I did have a bulwarker as well later, did which you? is another attempt to, uh, to get rid of my terrible... Um, sunken chest mm. my pirate physique <laughs> um, oh. Oh, yes I forgot the uh, Charles Atlas well yes. uh, one of the things subtly prompting you using yeah, five zero it was zero. lovely work that actually one yeah. of the things I was going to uh, that you did was milk week when you continued your exercises that this was the system that was called dynamic tension yes um but that so week, cruel the way they con these people. That week, mm. you just had eight pints of milk every day, and you didn't eight eat a day. Eight a day, and you didn't eat anything else. Oh. You, you lived on milk. Yeah. And this was going to give your metabolism a, 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 the, the kickstart that it needed in the. Mm. Did you try that? Oh yeah, oh yeah, I did. What it. effect did it have? Um, well, I can't describe the effect <laughs> that it had on um, on my. Um, not on, not on <laughs> breakfast radio. <laughs> ah, yes, I've, I, I think I know what you're talking yeah, about. But, um, yeah, but I, I, as you can see, it didn't have a big effect on my physique. The other thing was the air bath. When you take all your clothes bath. off and lie naked, um, and you just lie naked, and then you get a towel and dry yourself off and get dressed again. So you bathed in air rather than water. I know. Sorry, isn't that just lying down? Yes, I'm lying down naked, which I wouldn't normally do. Um, Yeah, and and the other thing, which I think I've mentioned before, is when I went to bed at night, what I had to do was put a couple of wet flannels in the fridge on a tea plate, as I recall, and then when I woke up the next morning, I'd take these flannels, I'd slam one on the small of my back and the other one on my private parts, and that was to kick-start me for the day. Yeah. <laughs> None of this is scientifically supported that I know of, guys, if well, any of you are in training. Charles Atlas. Well, this, We've got, got potential Rockies listening. Sorry, he's coming in, he's got some hot gossip off the press about Charles Atlas. <laughs> no, Charles this Atlas. news just in... He, Charles uh, Atlas. He was not an obscure. He was in every no, comic and, and, and magazine. I mean, lots of people did uh, the dynamic tension. <laughs> Charles Atlas apologists. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying he was one of the good guys, but he got a fabulous, uh, fabulous. He's no Lance Armstrong. He was a, was a but... big business, Charles Atlas. He had the world at his feet. He did. <laughs> Lovely, heavy load though. What <laughs> heavy load he carried? What happened to um, Charles Atlas? I wonder. I oh, wonder if he was actually called shame. Charles Atlas. <laughs> I, he might have assumed that now. Anyway, um, maybe we'll do more Atlas chat. <laughs> oh, Let's call it Chatless um, next Lovely. week. Next week. Um, anyway, thank you so much um, for listening to us uh, this morning. If the good Lord spares us and the creeks don't rise, we'll be back again this time next week. 
Now get out. This is Frank Skinner. This is Absolute Radio.